Welcome to the Territorial Fae Podcast, a podcast where boozy fae females discuss bookish adventures. Uh, hey guys, welcome back. I am host Amanda. I'm Alicia. I'm Kaylee. And I'm Jen. Uh, today we are doing our Hunger Games episodes, but we are now in book two, so we are reading Catching Fire. Yeah. Chapters one through five. We'll follow the same chapter schedule for this one, since all of the books have the same number of chapters. Um, do you think she so meant to do that? What? What did I do? Do you think she meant to leave the same amount of chapters in each book? Oh, I'm going to assume yes. I'm going to assume yes, too. Uh, but how the fuck do you do that as an author? You just probably stop it because honestly, some of these chapters were longer than others because you're right. Many, they were. How many pages did it take to get to, um, chapter 10 in the first book? A Wait, fucking lot. I don't know. Cause there was 170 something pages. Was it the same amount? The first one was like 150. Yeah. So this is more, it was 170 okay Uh but maybe it felt like more because we already knew the world Uh, like maybe the first one felt like more because it was more world building and we had to learn things what's yours mine says 150 and it's end of what does yours say lisa oh 170 but mine's the british version okay okay little jen what is yours is yours leather bound that's really pretty no, it is not. I just took the book cover off. Let me see. I want to protect see. the book cover, guys. Protect the At book all covers. I like that it's red, and that uh, it's a very Gryffindor colored. Um, because the inside is kind of goldish. Well, the first one's black. This one's well, red. No, the, the inside of your page catching fire. It's like yellow. Hey, Look hey, at hey. It. It's very oh, Gryffindor. Yeah, I'm on something today. <laughs> uh i've already had we all have wine for once guys uh and i've already almost half a bottle of white catching fire pita welcome (laughs) yo boyfriend oh my love (laughs) pita okay so do you love pita more than you love zayden yeah pita's my top Uh, y'all can't see me. There was complete silence as I just looked at her insanely and shook my head. Listen. Zayden has all Peter's They're different. Zayden I, is like no, he a doesn't. bad boy. Yes, he does. It is a, yeah, but it's... I need some He dumb has ulterior he motives. Did, he does always have ulterior motives. He I'm, just listen, has... Listen. He had he had motives before he met her, whereas Peta has always loved her. So Zayden she's so genuine. And okay, like, we are not there yet, but when we get to the next episode, I literally will write. I I tagged and I had I didn't flag a lot in these first ten chapters, but this flag explains Peta. Chapter nine. Chapter. Yeah. <laughs> Jen, I fucking love you. <laughs> I need more of a domineering attitude. Than and okay, and that's why yes. that's why Peta is more for Alicia and Zayden yes. is more for you because they're very different personalities. Yeah. Like Zayden is more of a bad boy, like someone that you probably shouldn't be, you know, with from the start. Just like Peter's recent, so wholesome. So it's, yeah, it's very Peter, different. It's apples and Peter's oranges. Perfect. 
Peter is perfect. No, but he's not, but he's not. He's got flaws, right? And in the first five chapters, he bites back. He is tired of it. He's tired of this shit and he says it. And he goes like, oh God, where is it? Where did I flag that he like, oh God, here. But he does it in a passive aggressive way. No, he doesn't. He literally says, oh, here it is. Um, he said, suddenly he strikes out at a lamp that sits precariously on a crate and knocks it across the room where it shatters against the floor. This has to stop right now. This, this game you two play where you tell each other secrets, but keep them from me. Like I'm too inconsequential or stupid or weak to handle them. It's not like that, PETA, I begin. It's exactly like that. He yells at me. I have people I care about too, Katniss, friends and family and friends back in district 12 who will be just as dead as if yours if you don't pull this this off so after all we went through in the arena don't i even write the truth from you like he literally fucking like got his balls and was like fuck you too katniss like fuck you and then it was her and hamish right in front of katniss and hamish like both you guys are fucked up i am not i'm not a consequential I am part of this fucking team and it's time you guys owned up to it. And like, this is yeah. where PETA, and th- I think this is why this is one of my favorite books because this he is- He starts to stand like, up. Yeah. Like the first one, yeah. He was a puppy dog. Yeah. You're 100%. right. But this- well, it's because they like, they all do it to each other. Like Hamish and, you know, Katniss have their thing. And then like, yeah. I know Hamish and PETA had their thing in the first part where she like thought they strategized the whole yeah. lover, you know, like- all that but well and they were he, children think, he didn't know how to stand up for himself at that point I, I think I think okay. now he's just like like because it, the stakes are so much higher in this one he's just oh. like we can't do this like we have to be on the same side because if I don't know and I'm doing something and have no idea what's going on like I can't help you okay so let's rewind yeah let's the go back premise, the premise of this book is Katniss and Peta are going to have to mentor the children, the next children, because that's what they are, in the Hunger Games, the next Hunger Games. It's the 75th annual. They call it something. Do you remember what it is? Quarter Quell. The Quarter Quell. Okay, the Quarter Quell. And they're going to have to mentor the people that are chosen. And as um, Effie is there reading what's going to happen she says we're going to pick from a certain amount of past victors and we're not there yet that's not not in these chapters we're not even in chapter 10 behind you alicia so like this one starts out where they're gonna do their tour tour. the victory Mm -hmm. tour okay yeah Yeah, so it's very slow Yeah, we're not even not even to chapter ten. So spoiler. Okay, is that what chapter ten was? No, no, we didn't no. It's like get there yet. It's later. Yeah, yeah. So, it started like the second part of the quell, but we're not even to the quarter quell yet. Yeah, like, so it's these still first, all before that. Yeah, these first five chapters is pretty much like so. Victory it, it was like she's living in the victory village or the, the victor village. Yeah. She has more money. She doesn't know what to do with her life anymore. Her and Peta like don't talk. Her and Gail hardly talk. And now they have to do this roost that they're cousins. Um, mm-hmm. and then they have to they're doing the victory tour, which is where like six months after the games, they go through to every um district. district. 
to mm-hmm. do a celebration for their victory. And right beforehand, um, President Snow shows up at our house and pretty much is where he says, let's just cut to the chase and be honest with each other and tells her flat out like, hey, I need you to, to it's starting to spark something and you yeah. need to convince everybody you did this out of love and nothing else. <laughs> and if you don't, I'm going to kill Gail because I know about the kiss and I'm going to kill everybody you love. And she's like, and says, convince just- me. Right. She's like, I love how Katniss, she's fucking terrified. She's shaking in her boots, terrified, but she so calmly is like, why don't you just kill me too then? She's so calmly ready to have a conversation with him. Yeah. She's, she's like, why don't you just kill me and get it over with? Yeah. She's, she's so like, good for pressure. He's like, and make you a martyr. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> And the actor, honestly, that plays President Snow could not be better. It's the dad from Pride and Prejudice. It's yeah. It's Are you Kiefer, fucking kidding me? It's Kiefer Sutherland's dad. I did not know that was a dad from Pride and Prejudice. Shut mm-hmm. the fuck up. That just blew my mind. Yep. He was so. Um, you'll never see him the same again. He was so kind and sweet. I know. Pride and Prejudice, and that's acting, girl. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not putting that in my brain. Those are two different people. Okay, we have to note that the smell of blood is on blood and roses. Yes. Yep. Okay. On do we? Find the most disgusting. This is the most disgusting thing that's written in this entire book. I think, as she says, I imagine him sipping it from a teacup. Yes. Dipping a cookie into the stuff and pulling it out dripping red. Like, that's fucking nasty. That is. Do we find out later? I can't remember. It's been so long since I've read them. Do you guys remember if we find out why he smells like blood all the time? In book mm-hmm. three. I think okay. Finnick tells you secrets. You Because oh, yeah. mm-hmm. yep. I don't remember. I don't remember at all. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah. So. I love that all of you remember that. I like... um. I like the mom in these first couple chapters. Yep. Like the mom is stepping up in these, like saying she says uh, that Katniss is too young to have a boyfriend. Yeah. So it, it takes Ugh. some pressure. I'm a little torn. Yeah. Having to like. I appreciate that about her, but I'm also a little torn because she was so absent all of this time. And now she's like, oh, Katniss is not old enough to have a boyfriend. Like if she wanted to have a boyfriend, fuck off. Well, but I she's think, doing. I think it, it was help. like to she's cover doing her. it to help yeah. Katniss for the. I don't think she's doing it to help Katniss. I think it does help Katniss, but I think that she did it as a. I'm trying to move back into this mom role. I, don't I think know. so. I think, I think she that... did it. No, I very. It very much sounded like she knows Gail and Katniss are mm-hmm. very close. And well, I think that- being that outsider, she's just kind of like, um, I think she realizes what that means for Katniss in the it long could run. could be at Being for tied her. to someone. So I yeah. think her thing is like, let me shut it down because I think she might need a, a minute to think about it. I think I like that she says, oh, she's too young for this. And oh, she's too young for that. And now Katniss can use that as an excuse for the wedding and the dress and everything like that. But I I don't think that she knew Katniss might have feelings for Gail. 
because Katniss didn't know if she had feelings for Gail. Well, I I think that's I think everybody knew she had feelings for Gail except Katniss because she's she stupid. Yeah. Or she could have known Gail had feelings for Katniss. Like, yeah. That's the thing is she was there yeah. with him while Katniss was gone. Yeah, and so, you find yeah. out they watched the uh the games together. Some together. of the games together. Ugh. So like um, it could have been very much like she watched these two kids grow up for the past however many years. And she knows that side true. of like, let me give her a break because that she knows once you're out of the games and you survive that you're always in it. So maybe it was a like trying to say, spare her, not so much a motherly like you can't actually date. Especially so since like, don't you find out later, like one of her best friends ended up in the in the games. So oh, like, her mom. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, in in Hamish's um quarter quill. Oh no! Remember? Um, I don't. Okay. I think we learn about it later in this book, or okay. my brain is making shit up. We'll see. Yeah, probably that one. The one. But I did want to. What? No, I swear. I swear. Okay. I do have a Haymitch flag, and it's the same um, chapter as PETA getting balls. Mm -hmm. And um, it's when PETA was finally like, I get it. Like, it's after he's like, you know, you chose her already. I get it. You know, like blah blah blah. And after Peta storms off, um, she goes to Hamish. You know, did you choose me, Hamish? Like she literally blatantly asked him, and he just goes, "Yeah." Mm -hmm. You know, and he's like, "Why? You like him better?" She goes, "That's true." But remember, until they change the rules, I can only hope to get one of you out of there alive. I thought since he was determined to protect you, well, between the three of us, we might be able to bring you home. You'll see the choices you'll have to make if you survive this. You'll learn. And like it just made me feel for Hamish so bad. Mm -hmm. And I was like, and it sucks. Like, first, Peta knowing. Second, like Hamish having to sit there and like look Peta in the eye, like later and be like, Yeah, I didn't friggin' choose you to survive. I was gonna let you die. Right? Like, how hard is that for this man who has watched for how many years? 25 years? Every two people. Kids dying. Yeah. yeah. Like, Kids. I know. It sucks. It does. But also, I feel like Peter would have chosen Katniss over himself. He would well, have supported. Well, he did. That's why, that's why I think. Yeah. That's why I think Hamish made that choice partly too. But we have, we have to go back to what made everybody say that. We got to say what happens before that. Oh, yeah. Go, ahead. Okay. Chapter go that Amanda. In? Go. Uh, what is that? Chapter five. That is chapter five. Yeah. Or okay. yeah. Or so chapter four. Yep, when they get exactly. to District Eleven. Yeah. So they're doing their victory tour. They go to District 11. They have these written speeches. They have to like thank the the tributes families and stuff. So District 11 is Rue's district. They get there and see like that it's like even on more lockdown kind of mm -hmm. than District 12 is. Um, So they're doing their speeches and Katniss just kind of sits there and lets Peta say their whole speech and then right as they're like getting ready to turn around like he thanks Rue and Thresh in it and stuff for them but Katniss doesn't say a word and then is it Rue's sister that looks at her 
Yeah, because there's like five of them. Yeah, one of Rue's sisters, like the youngest one, stares at her, and Katniss is like, oh crap, like I can't get away with not thanking this family. So she thanks them, and then the old man in the crowd does his little three-finger salute thing, but right before that, uh, Peta says that he's going to give money to the for Ruth their rations yeah one, one month of their rations that they get for being the winners will yep. go to their family yep so that's what pete is talking about when he's saying like you guys should have had me put me in the loop here because i just mm-hmm. offered them my money so now i'm getting us in trouble um but that when that little old man comes out and does his salute then the peacekeepers come and just shoot him in the head so mm-hmm that's like what sparks this whole conversation and And like had they told him i don't know what he would have done though like because she's very much trying to kind of stay back i think so too he's just so pure that i think he would have done it anyway she's trying to like take a step back and not cause any problems and just keep on going so that like she's trying to avoid rebellion and Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of funny because she has like this rebellious nature at times and then she's yeah. like oh no everyone's in danger I can't do it you know yeah like, I understand but at the same time it's like I think Peter would have still done it yeah, yeah it sucks and I then they, they just come to this conclusion after he they tell him the truth about prisoner snow and everything that there's no other version of this than you know them being together for the rest of their lives oh yeah oh oh that's my oh my first flag maybe no oh where is it they decide to be friends when they finally Mm -hmm. get on the train i think it's like chapter three they get on the train and Peter comes up and he says flat out i need to stop being a wounded animal and you need to stop treating me like one Mm -hmm. like I understand you kept me alive and we need to just be friends. We're in this together now, you know, and he's like, let's do that. And then after that, they start being like legit friends and Mm -hmm. start relying on each other. And then it comes to the point where like every night she cannot sleep without PETA next to him, next to her. Because she keeps waking up screaming from screams there to hold her yep i love that that's it just hold her just hold nothing trying to make her comfortable he says just like in the cave yep you protect me i protect you and then there one line i think got me and he's she's like i always wake you why don't you wake me in like when you have nightmares and he goes it's because normally my nightmares is is losing you and i wake up and you're there yeah nope it will be different when we're home. And she's like, she gets upset when he says things like that, but she knows it's like, it's not his fault that he has these feelings. So she can't right. really get upset, you know? She does get upset, but she can't be mad at him because it's beautiful and it's sweet. But so it's they decide beautiful. this is where they also become like mm-hmm. legit Teenage. friends, right? Yeah. And like, this is where I think it really starts because they had they survived together, mm-hmm. but now it's like, like the growth of them. It's like they are true friends now. Now they can break the barrier of having to like survive, be anything other than just friends to each other. 
Right. Well, and I think that before they were being friends in a, you know, end quote way, but they were being friends in a, I'm doing this to keep you alive and I'm doing this to keep you alive. Right. And they were keeping the secrets. So they were being friends, but they weren't being honest with each other. Right. And now they can just be like themselves. And his first question was like, what's your favorite color? You know? And it's like, I don't even know you. Like, I know for a fact that you'll do, you'll die for me and right. you'll keep me alive, but I don't even know your favorite color. So let's mm-hmm. start there. You I know? don't remember I'm hers. Like, it, hers green. Is, is green and his is orange. Like orange. The- I remembered does, his like, was Effie's orange. Hair. Yeah. She's like, like Effie's hair. And he's like, no. Like, like a sunset. sunset. I remember that from him because I thought that was so beautiful. But then like, so at the end of these chapters, they go through the victory tour, just very strict and to the, uh, to the cards that the Capitol gives them. They go through the Capitol and the very last like interview, um, Katniss comes up with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not there. You guys are skipping big time. Yeah. <laughs> the end of chapter five is the guy getting shot in the head at 11. no yeah not well we definitely skipped a little because chapter six is when he talks about his nightmare <laughs> yeah and they do the well so Shall chapter we five chapter, is when in the chapter five he says they they asked to be he proposes to her and then he says i thought he wanted it anyway and hamish says not like this not like this, mm. not like this. and then she gets so President Snow himself makes a visit to congratulate us. Peter's hand gets shook. And at the very end of that, um, she like he she gets her answer from President Snow and he okay. gives her a shake of the head. No, you didn't do what you were supposed to do. And that's the end of chapter five. You didn't so, do enough. Those those first five chapters were like getting to know them again, them becoming friends, them doing the whole victory tour them learning that President Snow needs them to quell it all. And at the very end, after even getting engaged, it wasn't enough. So now- One thing we did um, forget to talk about was, what was it, chapter one or two, where she, Snow gets to her house and she talks about how she kissed Gail. I feel like this is the first time that it's really like a debate because this is showing that like, she came back, had feelings for him. He, He shot his shot, you know? But then it, like, comes back, though, because I think she tells PETA, like, President Stone came to the house. She threatened him, like, this happened. And he even asked, like, was it just at one time, you know? Like, I think PETA realizes, like, she does love someone else, too. But for him, he's just like, you're it. You're it. But Katniss has options. Not that she wants options, because honestly, she fucking doesn't. She wants no options. She wants to be by herself in a cave and just know her family is safe. <laughs> These she- next five, the next episode, when we talk about the next five episodes or the next mm-hmm. five chapters, well, they annoyed the shit out of me. Katniss annoys the shit out of me. Because she's so oblivious. She's so, I just, we'll get there when we get there but yeah so 
now it's just kind of like what is Katniss gonna do with this it was all yeah. like pal like um making sure she's doing what President Snow wants her to do and it wasn't enough so now what yeah and that's like where these last five chapters like leave us now yeah. what now what now who now what we forgot to mention that Seneca is dead also oh yeah the oh, game yeah. master for me he's just like a meh he's not like a big a big part for me the game master from the last uh book is dead he yeah. was killed because he allowed Peta and Katniss to live when they were going to eat those berries the nightshade berries that would kill both of them or that I think it's so funny when um oh their talents so yeah. each of the victors need to have a talent now that they have all free time and like this is where I guess um Katniss and Sina have been able to like communicate on the phone a lot they've been talking a mm -hmm. lot so they become better friends too yes but she doesn't have any talents besides hunting hunting um, which she also says singing which I would never do for the capital. Yep. Right. Which I just want you all to give remember. them that part of yep. her. Yeah. So um he designs a whole thing for her as because she gets Yeah, like a whole wardrobe. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she says it's hers. A portfolio. Yeah. Yes, a she portfolio. That's it. Talent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so and when they um finally decide to be friends, he she's like, Can I like he takes her to go see his train cart full of mm -hmm. like paintings and she thought it was all gonna be like I don't know, like cake decorating type paintings, mm -hmm. but it literally was of the games, like all these scenes. The dead bodies. Yeah, but like little details too, like the crack of like the water coming out of a crack of the top of the cave that like only yeah. she would know what what know. that was. Yeah, yeah, and I thought that was really cool. And she's like, I yeah. hate them, you know, but they're amazing. Yeah, but he's I, like, I hate them too. It reminds me of like when Farah. Yes, like, absolutely that. You know. Yes. Paints like that picture of, of what she saw in the obris or whatever however you say it. it hurts her oh, yeah. to paint those scenes because they're emotional and they're meaningful and Katniss and Feyre I feel like are really similar in that way and that they're not good with dealing with emotions because they've been dealt such shit in their lives that they feel like they have to hide their emotions and protect the people that they love from being hurt more from their emotions so they don't they don't deal well with any type of emotional feeling yeah she'd rather sucks. just forget it when because they're both children and Peter it's like let me just get it out somewhere yes well that's that's a healthy way to deal with it and Katniss and Feyre both do not deal with things in a healthy communicative way because they've never been allowed to they have to keep it to themselves because they're protecting everybody else that they love. Yeah. They're very similar in that regard. Like they are. I never I, they will them. sacrifice everything about themselves. Yes. I didn't to save everyone else they love. Until you until you kind of compared them. Uh, Alicia or Amanda, whatever you just said that. All right. So 
does anybody have anything else? I mean, these chapters were kind of like, you just get more of the plot, more of the building of the characters. Yeah. Um, it's just the build up. Build up to. Are there any spoilers? I don't have any. The one you said, Amanda, about she would never sing for the Capitol. Yeah, but like, am I only remembering like that because I watched the movie? Like, does it happen in the book too? No, she sings it in the book. In book three. Yeah, it's not for Yeah. It's like to to like get more time, right? Like. Mm -hmm. But she yeah. ends up singing the, is it the hanging tree? The hanging yeah. Tree. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was the hanging tree she sang, which was so beautiful. It was beautiful. Which so technically beautiful. she kept her word. She didn't sing for the Capitol. For the Capitol. <laughs> that's true. <But. laughs> she sang I'm for the sure rebellion. Yeah, is... Anyway. Anyway. Uh, so that, I think, concludes the first five chapters of Catching Fire. Um, we will continue with our reread. I'm excited because um, not the next five chapters, but I think once we get into part two, The Quell is where I mm-hmm. this book becomes my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm excited to keep going. If you guys are following along with us, um, we have a Discord channel now. So get in there, uh, talk to us about your feelings. Um let us know what you think, whose side you on, you're on, all the things. Um, I can't talk. I had wine. It's fine. Um, <laughs> whose side you on? <laughs> but uh, check us out on Facebook, on Instagram, at the Territorial Fade Podcast. We're on uh, like and follow us on all the podcast sites. Um, stay tuned to all the things we have coming this year. And until next time, happy listening. Mm-hmm.